All right. So, the first episode of Coffee, Protein Shakes, and Jesus, which uh, <laughs> which we decided on in the last five minutes. Woo! This is this is. I gotta be honest, Ben. This is probably the least prepared I've ever been for anything I've produced. In, well, that's not true. I used to do a radio show that we would plan as we were walking to the radio station. But the theme of that show was, what stupid thing can we argue about today? <laughs> so. I mean, that, that reflects this podcast well today. I mean, I feel like our direction is going to be, what stupid thing can we riff on today? Uh, but maybe a little bit less stupid. What random thing can we riff on today? That's yeah, probably yeah. a better way to put it. Let's let other people attach <laughs> that particular adjective to what we do here. Let's let's not beat ourselves up too bad. We'll try yet. to be more optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So, for those of you who are tuning in, who are listening, um, we don't really have a super strong direction for this show. We just. Uh, we want a space and an opportunity to talk about things that interest us, things that we think need to be talked about, um, hopefully in, in a faithful way. That, that is our goal anyway, but not in a uh, stick-up-the-butt kind of way. Because Ben and I, we both are... We haven't been in, uh, in super churchy settings our whole lives. Is that a fair way to describe um like we know what the real world is like <laughs> we uh so hopefully that that keeps us a little bit more grounded and our approach to these topics can be a little more helpful to someone who doesn't just live in a church um not that i live in a church as you can tell this is this is not a church yeah. this is a uh a craft room <laughs> I do find myself in the church, but uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything to add to that. <laughs> you, you only sleep there when you're in trouble with your wife. I haven't had to do that yet. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. So what's our topic for today? It was your idea, so you have to introduce Fair enough. it. Uh, so over the past month or so uh since i got here or not since i got here but over the past month or so at my uh, congregation here in michigan i don't think we ever introduced ourselves we should probably do that no. <laughs> uh, our names are in the bottom corner of, of our well i guess if you're just listening to this as a podcast you're not gonna see that <laughs> um we're so good at this the the deeper voice that you're hearing oh, man. is pastor ben olschlager pastor at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, Lake Orion, Michigan. And uh, my less deep voice, I guess higher would be the word, but that sounds, I don't know, emasculating or something. The, I, I'm, I'm Pastor Josh Laborious. I just go by Josh. Um, I'm pastor at Edgewater Lutheran Church in Eastvale, California. So as you may have guessed, we're... We're for, we're in two different contexts right now. Let's just say that. Oh, but I still love him. I he puts up with yeah. me. So that's that's a good way to, to frame that relationship right there. Um, yeah, yeah. Circling back to today's topic, though, uh, since I got here uh, to Michigan a couple months ago, um, 
one of the things that I kind of wanted to do right off the bat was uh, kind of give people a frame of reference for where I'm coming from. And uh, in my perhaps infinite brilliance, perhaps infinite stupidity, decided a great way to tackle that challenge would be to uh, walk people through a bunch of the most challenging subjects that the church and, and Christians in general are facing uh, in our in our world today. And our first week of that study was uh, on how to have a Christian conversation. Um, but Josh and I today are, are think I think are generally uh, going to back that up a little bit and just talk about how not to be a jerk, uh, which is something that the church gets accused of far too often uh well it to be fair it's something the church kind of earns far oh yeah 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 i was not gonna uh dispute the fairness of that accusation but it's it's definitely something that that we run into a lot so um so don't be a jerk is today's lesson and we should you'd think we shouldn't have to like do a talk about this but i think like i think this is actually something that's really really necessary mm-hmm. um because and i don't know i i wonder if part of it is uh an overreaction to political correctness at least as far as like conversations with people mm-hmm. go um So for anyone who doesn't know me um, or who does know me and and (laughs) hasn't paid attention anytime I've explained my background, um, I went to undergrad at Vanderbilt University, which is a very politically correct place. And I, while I, over my time there, I grew to recognize that I think there's some value to some of those rules we'll call them rules because that's what they are of how you talk how you interact with people there's some value there i will be one of the first to admit that in some places and vanderbilt's one of them they go way too far like they make things offensive and against these rules that probably shouldn't be because no one's actually offended by them um so i wonder if the reason we have such an issue with communicating each other in a civil way is because people say, well, you can't tell me how to talk and what words to use and how to approach people. And they overreact by just kind of being as offensive as they can be. Um, so I wonder if that isn't part of it. It's just this kind of giving the finger to the man kind of thing. Like, I can say things however I want. And if you ever, like, if you step into a conversation and say, hey, you shouldn't talk like that like you shouldn't approach someone like that you're uh the comeback is well you're just the pc police now aren't you and i'm like no just don't be a jerk right (laughs) like be civil let's let's start there and i don't know what do you think i think it's kind of a a challenge i I froze for a moment did i lose ben i'm back but i did freeze for a moment um great technical difficulties on episode one we're killing this um we'll just make sure we're, we title it the pilot 
emphasis on the testing <laughs> part. Um, circling back to what you were saying, though, I, I think there's definitely some reactionary uh, piece to, to people being jerks. Uh, the the whole like idea of restricted speech and then it being a reaction to that, I think is certainly true to some extent, but I think it's just kind of a larger, it fits more into like a larger us versus them narrative um, where I think people in general are more combative, whether they're uh, the people who are espousing something like political correctness or some the people who are, are reacting against it, because a lot of the people who are incredibly politically correct are also really inflammatory with a lot of their language. So I don't think it's necessarily one side or the other that's that's really driving this whole jerk-faced nation of people. Uh, I think it's just kind of all of us doing our part to be a bunch of jerks. Um, yeah. Well, and I... I th- I'm fascinated by how, I mean, how uh, incredibly this manifests, I guess, in people becoming celeb, like not just popular, but celebrities, and they kind of, they make their money off being inflammatory, yeah. off being jerks. To, and I, we keep saying jerks. <laughs> I really hope I don't slip up because there's another word I want to use that I probably shouldn't use on a recorded podcast. But for those of you who know what word I want to use right now, just go ahead and insert that wherever I say jerks because, well, there's there's synonyms on some level. Um, But, like, if you – and one of the things – we didn't talk about rules before the podcast, so this is the first time Ben's actually hearing this – one of the things that I think is probably a good rule for us is not to use any names of people mm-hmm. or groups. This is something that really frustrates me and other people. Like, I, when I'm teaching something or preaching about something or talking about something, I don't want that issue to get conflated with a person. Because you are not defined by a single belief you have. Just like... And I hate when people do this with groups. It's like, all Democrats believe this. Probably not. All Republicans think this. Also probably not. All Catholics think of it this way. Like, within each ideological group, there is so much diversity of thought and opinion and agreement and disagreement. So, all of that to say... um, We can all think of those names of people who have made all of their money off being jerks, off just saying things that they're no that they know are going to get a rise mm-hmm. out of someone. Um, because it, I, I think on some level, at least, it's clickbait. Like you see a, a, a thumbnail of someone just going nuts, and you're like, "Oh, I bet this is funny." And it starts off that way, but then these people get rich, and it's like, oh, well, I guess the best way to get rich and famous is to be a punk. I, it, it's fascinating to me. Because mm-hmm. you never see the level-headed guy up on top saying, oh, this is what I think about things. Like, they never make prime mm-hmm. time. Yeah, it's a good point. 
Whether or not that speaks well for the potential success of this <laughs> podcast, I don't know. I think our level-headedness is strictly in the eyes of the beholder. Uh, yeah. It, I think maybe in addition to just like culturally, like cultural forces um, promoting poor behavior and poor communication skills, uh, I'm wondering how much of it is also kind of driven by uh, like uh, style over substance kind of uh, not that's not even the right yeah no that is the right thing I'm going for a style over substance kind of uh, direction where uh, no it'd be substance over style I got that backwards because I think a lot of people care a lot care about what's being said but they don't necessarily care about the package it's delivered in. Uh, I could send you a nice bottle of bourbon, Josh, but if it was if it arrived in, you know, a brown paper bag, you know, covered in in my neighbor's cat excrement, you wouldn't appreciate that nearly as much as if I had like taken the time to wrap it well, put it in bubble wrap so that I it came to you safely, like. Or just not wrapped it in cat well, food. yeah. There's that. <laughs> Let's not set the bar too high here. And, but I think we, we kind of do the same thing with conversation, where, like, we, we have points that we want to get across and things that we want to deliver, and we know that they're going to get heard if we say them in a really inflammatory way or in a really... Uh, uh, aus- uh, outrageous way. So that there, there's a better chance of them kind of going widespread. And I, I guess my it, uh, illustration I just used of a bottle of bourbon and cat feces might be uh, a bit outrageous. Might count as that yeah. outrageous. Well, and I think, so here's where we can start to, I think, make this jump to uh, what does this have to do with Christianity? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is... So if you are Christian, if you are a faithful, um, if you are faithful to the word of God, uh, if, if you believe Jesus Christ died and rose for you, and you have that, that knowledge, that faith, that that is truth, right? There, are, there is really nothing more important than that message, okay? But you don't want to package that in a plastic bag of cat <laughs> to, to return to your wonderful metaphor. You're welcome. And I think, <laughs> and what, what's unfortunate is the, the cat crap is what makes the mm-hmm. news, right? It's, it's the people who are out in the streets um, saying terrible things about people who struggle with the sin of homosexuality. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the news. Um, it's not the Christians who, who confess that same truth, who say, yes, homosexuality is a sin, but I'm going to walk alongside you because I recognize this is something that you have to struggle with, and it's not really fair that you have to struggle with it and I don't, so I'm going to show you love as a Christian brother. Like, that doesn't make the news. That's mm-hmm. not exciting. So what I think that ought to challenge us as Christians is to hold ourselves to the higher standard, knowing that the worst of us is what's going to be portrayed 
the worst of us is what's going to get pointed to us. That's what Christianity is. So that calls us to say we are all going to live above reproach. And I can't control mm-hmm. that. Like, I can't control how you act over in Michigan. In reality, I can't even really control uh, the people in my church. I can't control how they act on a Wednesday mm-hmm. afternoon. Um, I can talk to them. I can build them up or or bring the law to bear on them and say, hey, you shouldn't be doing this and you know you shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing this. Um, but at its core, like, it's got to start with you. It's got to start with me. Like, if you're listening to this and you're saying, you're right, this is a problem. We, we, have, the, we have an image issue because Christians are jerks. Don't start going on... F- Facebook or Twitter, whatever your social media, whatever your platform of choice mm-hmm. is, um, and say we all have to be start by just being better yourself. And when you're in the company of other people who aren't being better, that's your opportunity to say, "Hey guys, we're called to better than this." Um, yeah. So this is this is something I think I struggle because we we. We live in a world where everything is like, how many people can I reach at once? Whether that's Facebook, Twitter, or social. Like, I'm listing off these same ones because it's always the mm-hmm. same ones. Name, whatever, and we think, oh, if we're going to change the world, we have to do it that. We have to reach as many people as possible. But the reality, I have never met someone who changed a, a deeply felt opinion or habit because of something they saw on Facebook. <laughs> However, I know a bunch of people who changed something because a friend who they cared about and who they respected came into their lives and said, hey, there's a change that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're an alcoholic, you don't stop being an alcoholic because you saw somewhere on Facebook that alcoholism is bad. If you make that change, it's because someone stepped into your life and cared enough to say, hey we need to tackle this. Like this is some, this is an issue we need to deal with. So as if we're, and I don't know if this is too quick, but if we're stepping into the realm of like, what do we do about this problem? You know, it's got to start with us. And then if you want to change the image of Christians, start with the people who are closest to you, I guess. Yeah, I think kind of circling back to your point about uh, no one's mind has ever been changed by Facebook. I think you're wrong, but I think you're also right. I think you're wrong in that very, 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 very few people's minds have ever been changed in a positive direction by Facebook. I think you see all the time people who are turned off by things that they view on Facebook and whose opinions are changed. I can agree with that. Say, you know, you and I are both hockey buffs. Say that... uh, Season starts soon, boys. Uh, Say that somebody was posting uh, a series of articles with, like, incredibly inflammatory language about how, like, uh, hockey promotes some incredibly unhealthy stereotype or something. Um, But they were praising this, not deriding it. 
that might turn me off from hockey because of hockey fans. And I, I feel like there's other analogies to this within pop culture where certain fan groups have turned people off to like movie franchises or book series or whatever. Um, but I've, Oh yeah. Uh, like there, there was an example a few years ago, the fan base of Rick. And oh Morty. yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Rick and Morty is a really like trashy adult cartoon. And I say it's really trashy. And I love this show. I'll use all these negative words to describe it because I recognize that it's a terrible show, but I love it. Anyway, so the main character makes this huge deal about this Szechuan sauce that McDonald's used to have. It was a promotion for the movie Mulan. How, not the new one, like the old animated like Disney. Like 1998 or whatever and, that movie that came out. He makes this big deal about how like this is the best sauce ever and you can't get it anymore because the promotion's over. So McDonald's brought back Szechuan sauce because Rick and Morty has like a, a pretty sizable cult following. So they brought it back and Rick and Morty fans were like terrorizing McDonald's. And if they ran out of the sauce, they were like abu verbally abusing McDonald's employees. And it's like, if I were to see that on, on social media, you're a hundred percent right. I don't think I'd ever really want to watch Rick mm -hmm. and Morty. So yeah, I, I think Especially for starting from a position of neutrality, seeing that stuff can can shift your shift the gear to negative pretty quick. Yeah. And I think the rare instance where you do see positive outcomes from something on Facebook is when uh, you'll occasionally or I will occasionally see people who have uh, struggled with something in their life, either a sin or uh, an addiction or a health issue will share resources that help them overcome what they came through. And I think the there those are the few things where occasionally when you put those resources out there, people will kind of seek them out if they realize maybe I am struggling with the same thing. But outside of that, uh, it's it's real tough to, to make a, a positive impact and change someone's mind about something um, on, on social media. Yeah. Well, and I... I think what this speaks to is so we've kind of we've talked about how our like face-to-face in-person conversations with people should be kind mm -hmm. and civil and honestly I would suspect I have no research to back this up but I would suspect that by and large most face-to-face -face interactions are probably actually civil at least on some level because it is a lot harder to be a jerk to someone who's standing right mm -hmm. in front of um, but we're treading into this ground of it's a lot easier to be the worst sort of person on a computer mm -hmm. screen because it removes you from the consequences. Mm -hmm. um, when, you, when you say terrible things about someone, you don't have to see them break... Like, you don't have to see the fact that they're genuinely hurt mm -hmm. by what you said. Um, and I think what you were, what oh, you were talking on. about how... No, nope. Ben's got a call. He's we're good. Um, so Ben was talking about how easily the negative can really impact people from social media. So my plea, I guess, if you're listening to this, is don't be that negative reason that someone is turned off from Christianity. Mm -hmm. 
And it's, I gotta be honest, like, I'm Christian, I'm gonna be Christian, Lord willing, until the day I die. Um, wow, where, (laughs) my train of thought, it's off in the ether now. Um, circling back, don't be the jerk that makes people walk away from Christianity. Right, that's where we were. So I, I was saying, I, I intend, like, Holy Spirit willing... I'm going to be a Christian till the day I die and then for eternity after that. But some of the things I see from other Christians on social media, I just, I want to bury my head and be like, I don't want to be affiliated with you in any way. Um, and it's, it's, it's like that's, oh man. And some of it just by, it's like the, those, Facebook keeps taking this down. I bet however many people won't repost this. And it's something about like Christians and generally with political undertones or overtones. And I'm like, first of all, I really doubt that Facebook was taking it down. I, I really doubt that. Um, their moderators do not get, they don't care that much for something as innocuous as that. And, like, it doesn't take bravery to share something on Facebook. And that goes to, like, both both the right... It, it takes zero bravery to share something on Facebook. Okay? You are at very little personal risk ever. Um, but so, I th- that's just one instance of kind of Christians being, like, in-your-face, aggressive, offensive, kind of on purpose. And it's just... It makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons that I really do my best to stay off of social media. It's not because of the opinions I disagree with. It's because of the poor presentation, because of the cat poop packages of the stuff I do agree with. Yeah, you're stuck with that metaphor for the rest of this episode, oh dude. <clears throat> I guess I'll wear it. Um, I, I think, I mean, you paint a real nice presentation of, of this being a... A social media problem and I agree with you to an extent I think unfortunately that that level of anonymity and like invincibility that people have gained in social media conversations has exploded into uh, like everyday conversation so there is a far higher level of being a jerk in public than there has been at least in my memory though i could just be you know remembering things more fondly than i than i should but uh well no one's a jerk to well a yeah kid. there's that i shouldn't say that some people are but society generally frowns really yeah, harshly it's, on them. it's a lot rarer for someone to be a jerk to a kid we'll, we'll leave it at, at that i think but uh, and to be fair, I didn't look like a kid for much of my childhood. I, I don't know. I look like a 35-year-old man at 26. Um, nothing against being 35. Man, I'm just throwing all sorts of people under the bus today. Um, but none of them yes, by name, and yes. that's important. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I already lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. People are more jerks in public now than they used to be. And I think 
like that level of invincibility that we have on social media has just crossed over into the public sphere and people just don't think about the consequences of of what they're doing like if you go to a restaurant and you're a jerk to your your server uh that's going to reflect poorly on you and it's especially if it's a place that you like have been before and are at frequently like that they remember yeah, you they do and i hope they don't spit in your food but they might and i mean honestly they well i i th- they're paying like for like i think you're 100% right in that like people you see it all it's not just on social media and i think part of it is this echo chamber thing right we only really put up with people who think mm-hmm. like us um we only watch news that is written or spoken whatever by people who think like mm-hmm. we do we and some people even take it so far they only frequent businesses that agree with their political stance or their religious stance, whatever the case may be and it's like we are as Christians, and right now I'm speaking to our Christian audience. I don't know how much of our audience will be outside of this, but we are called to show love to everyone, including someone who is completely outside of our realm of influence, mm-hmm. whatever. So I have friend, I have excellent friends still from Vanderbilt who... If we were to take political surveys, I'm guessing we would be on the opposite ends of like 70 to 80 percent mm-hmm. of the spectrum. Um, and the number is that much lower just because I straddle the middle on so many things that I'm, I'm going to agree with everybody on something. Um, and they're they're not in the faith. We operate from two completely different backgrounds. And I still call them for. I still call them. I still check up on them. I still love them. Um, they're still people I talk to, and I count among my friends. And I choose my word like when I'm on social media, or when I'm talking to them, or even when I'm talking to other people. I choose my words more carefully because I'm trying to show them mm-hmm. love too. And I, I think you're right. I think we've lost that. I don't know if we ever had it actually. Because humanity has sucked since Adam and Eve. Um, Touche. But if, at very least, I think we're more aware of this. Like, y'all, just just be, just be <laughs> nice to each other. So that's, that's the summation of this half-hour podcast. Uh, with interruptions for Zoom freezing and Ben needing to take a phone call. Is just be nice. That didn't actually need yeah, to be well, taken. It might have been. I might have called someone back. But long story short, be nice. All right. So, again, in, in case you didn't notice, we kind of just said we were going to riff it. I, I think let's close our episodes and we'll each we'll each pick one thing that if we like if we want anyone to take one thing away from this pot, this half hour or whatever time we're at now. Um, what would that one thing be? And do you want to think about it, or do you want to go first? Because if I go first, I'm going to take something off the no, table. No, go ahead, go first. But I also just spun yeah, this you, on you. Did. Okay. 
so if if I were to say take away one thing, it it would be think about how your words and your actions are going to impact the people in your life, whether that's virtually or in person. Just think, start there. Just think about how it's actually going to impact the other person. Emotionally, physically, mentally, whatever the case may be. That's a good starting point. <laughs> I think uh, the thing that I, I would mention here, and, and this is you know me drawing on sermon notes from yesterday, um, I've been preaching through kind of describing what the church looks like. And uh, my big emphasis in the sermon yesterday was what one of us does impacts the whole body. And what one Christian does impacts the way that the rest of the church can or can't function. So if we as, as one part of the, of the body of Christ uh, do something inflammatory or offensive or repulsive, it's going to turn a lot of people off to more than just us as a single individual. You know, I hear more often than I'd like to count like you're actually kind of nice for a pastor or you aren't like a lot of other Christians or man, I can actually talk to you. That one hurts. Like that last one. I don't know. Yeah. Just the, if the bar is being able, being able to have a civil conversation, I think that's too well, low, no, guys. I think, I think we can clear that. And I think we can set a higher bar. <laughs> but, like, man. Yeah. I'm going to stop before I start cussing on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then uh, let's go ahead and let's close with a quick quick prayer. We're We're pastors. We should do that probably. You want it or you want me to take it? Yeah. Alright, let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we uh, we thank you for whatever work that you're planning to do uh, through this um, through this episode, through this podcast, even if it's just um, giving Ben and I a chance to talk about things that are on our hearts, on our minds. Um, bless everyone who, who hears this, that it would draw them closer to you, and um, bless your people all over the world that that we wouldn't be jerks to each other and that we would just show show the love that you've called us to show. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Um, so that is the end. This is our pilot. This is our test podcast for any of you listening. Um, we do have a request for you. We want feedback because <laughs> obviously this is like this is a rough draft. Um, and this is, this is perfect. We picked a good episode. Don't be jerks about <laughs> it, guys. We're trying, we're trying our best. Don't write a savage Yelp review. Um, yeah. It's a weapon for white people. Oh, boy. Uh, oh we're going to get letters about that one. Okay. So, um, <laughs> um, 
so feedback. Uh, technical feedback is good, I guess. There is only so much we can do. Like, I don't have the budget to construct a soundproof room and get, like, super high professional grade equipment. I used to work at a radio station. I know how much that equipment costs. I don't. I don't have We'd that. love to be there someday, um, but this is so the you, start of something. That's yeah, the dream. That's the dream. Um, so if you have technical feedback, I guess you can submit it, but there's only so much we can do. Um, what we're really looking for, I guess, is format, right? And content. Uh, if there's something you want to see more of, if there's something you want to hear less of, uh, if you have ideas for topics, all of this stuff is welcome. Um, you can comment wherever you're listening to this. You can comment on the page, uh, whether that's YouTube or whatever. Um, or I'm assuming if you're hearing, especially this test podcast, you know one of us. <laughs> so you can just reach out and say, hey. This sucked because. I would love to see this. <laughs> or that. But remember, be nice about it. <laughs> Anything to add? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Uh, if you're looking for a church home, check out Josh in California. Check me out in Michigan. We'd love to have you. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, and if you're in, you're in either of those places, still reach out because we have friends all over Heck the place. Yeah. They, they just won't put up with our crap <laughs> podcast. True. <laughs> oh, and if you think we should uh, choose a better title... Uh, too bad. You got to deal with this one. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. You know, we didn't talk about uh, coffee or or protein shakes this episode. We'll have to yeah, work on that. That's probably episodes two and three. <laughs> All right, guys, brothers and sisters, go in peace. Serves the Lord. God. Thanks be to God.